0: This is Sunday Letters, the weekly newsletter on life, work and the pursuit of happiness. I'm Larry McGuire. Sunday Letters has been on the go since 2015 in written form and more recently in audio form. And you'll find no advertising here, no marketing, no round-the-corner attempts by third parties to sell you stuff you don't need and part you from your cash. Instead, this show is about content of a deeper nature stuff that keeps me up at night, stuff that I spend hours and days researching, writing, editing, recording, and all because I think it's worth sharing. I think it's worth your consideration. And if you enjoy the stuff that I do, if you like what I write and enjoy what I record, please consider becoming a paid subscriber. It costs a five a month or 50 a year, and you'll help me create more time to make stuff like this. Get over to Com to show your support for the show. So here's this week's edition. Welcome to the NOMIC, the midweek read from Sunday Letters. I'm Larry McGuire. Thanks for coming along. Every Wednesday, I share with you a thought that's been on my mind, a quote from someone I respect, a book that I've read and I want to recommend to you, a music album that I enjoy listening to, and I dig into the archive and share a link to maybe an article from 12 months or 24 months ago that I wanted to bring back to the surface. This week on The Nomic, I'm writing about a particular social imperative and the human propensity to ignore it. Our willingness to be distracted, let's say, by TV, by nonsense on the radio, by, I don't know, you name it, Twitter, Facebook or whatever. And. I could be accused of being a little bit negative today. But. There's no point, in my opinion. If you're bleeding from the neck, ignoring it. I mean, that tells me there's something wrong with you psychologically. Psychologically, you're you're ill uh, and I'm ill. So anyway, I'll get into it here. I'm in conflict. I'm always in conflict. It's the nature of my reality, it's the nature of your reality too, to wear the blue or red jumper, have chicken, beef or a bag of lettuce for dinner, addressing your own mortality or trying to solve the Colette's conjecture. We live in a state of questioning, life is, is an unsolvable puzzle, a paradox, like an infinite Russian doll scenario, it seems there is no answer to be found, for if there were, what would be the point to life? I buy into the premise held by Eastern philosophy that says, for every dark there is a light, for every up there is a down, for every yang there is a yin, and so on. Duality seems to be a fundamental property of what we call reality. Right now, however, in the affairs of human beings, there seems to be a decidedly lengthy period of darkness. We could argue that it's several thousand years old, and only in recent times has it become more pronounced. Technological advancement has brought about many improvements to our lives, but is it really all that wonderful? We've got iPhones and the internet, MRI machines and the Mars rover mission. You can turn the heating on from your mobile phone and video chat with loved ones on the other side of the world. It looks and feels great on the surface, but we get a sense that there's something funny going on. We're amused and entertained to such an extent that we can't see we may have been duped look a bit closer and society takes on all the attributes of a lipstick pig. Technology is bringing an end to work as we know it and is yielding an increasingly command over our emotional states via digital devices. Technology has allowed the efficient commoditization of the most obscene of human fears and desires and has allowed bad bastards to kill more people in one fell swoop than ever before. Some even argue that the current pandemic as being biologically engineered for the purpose of population control and deliberate cooling of global markets. I don't know about that. However, if I was a bad bastard hanging out with my bad bastard mates and we wanted to find a way to take over the hearts and minds of people or indeed distract them from our genuine purpose, a pandemic might be a good way to achieve it. All right now, hold your horses there, Tonto. We're not heading down that road. Regardless of your views of the pandemic, The situation for human beings globally seems pretty grim to me and evidence of our collective insanity seems ever more pronounced. The media report selectively and manipulate the news to further their corporate agenda. The third world pays for our first world comfort via shitty wages and poor working conditions, not to mention being last on the COVID vaccine delivery round. Russia, the US, Iran, Israel, And various other agents wage a proxy war in Syria for forced dibs on primary real estate. Profit-hungry corporates take advantage of cheap labour in the poorest countries and take unnecessary risks that pollute the environment. And the most vulnerable in our society are continually ignored by successive governments for the sake of other more worthy projects and initiatives. These are large-scale international problems. However, add to that social issues, local social issues such as homelessness, urban poverty, under-resourced mental health services, and so on, and it's tough to pretend that the scenario is not otherwise. Of course, human beings do many good things for one another, but I wonder, are those things merely vain attempts to redeem our otherwise destructive nature? It seems to me that we are a primitive and dysfunctional species. Am I overly negative, or am I exaggerating the state of human play? Perhaps not. There's plenty of evidence for it. The truth is that money talks and shit walks. The dominant factor at play in our Western industrialized society is the pursuit of profit or the avoidance of loss, not the welfare of our fellow human beings. And here I am sitting in my living room at odds with the whole thing. I should do something. What can I do? I ask myself. Do anything. The answer comes back. Should I retire or recycle my MacBook? After all, according to reports, a seven-year-old child had to climb down a hole in Africa to recover the cobalt that makes it work. Maybe the only way to truly extricate myself from the entire mire of capitalist system is to pack up the family and move to a remote part of northern Canada. But then I wouldn't be able to rant on the internet to you. I'm not angry as such. I'm just at odds with it all. I'm split. I can't stand these political and corporate tow rags that lie and cheat their way to profitability at the expense of others. I mean, why can't politicians just make the money available for proper youth mental health services, for example? Money magically appeared to deal with the COVID crisis. So why can't our government build the homes and treatment centers people need? I don't know for sure, but I'd say there are very few people earning above 80 grand a year that would argue with a slight tax increase to pay for these services. There's no escaping the truth of the matter. People like you and me, with all the comforts of our Western industrialized living, have a detrimental impact on the planet and other West well-off human beings. I'm trying desperately to find a way to prove myself wrong, but I can't ignore the evidence that stares me in the face. In an almost unrelenting flourishing of neoliberal hyperpositivity, certain well-meaning groups suggest that we focus on the positive. Okay, that might do us the world of good if the situation was less urgent. But doing a merry dance while Rome was burning didn't work for Nero, and it's unlikely to work in this case either. Pretending that you're not bleeding from the neck when you're bleeding from the neck points to an acute psychopathology and will likely bring about death. So that won't do at all. The human race is largely pathological in my view, and despite being bathed in middle-class comfort, We find we are completely disconnected from ourselves and others. All of this materiality, the pursuit of which we have made the rest of the world suffer for, serves not to help us. We are anxious, depressed, neurotic and dysfunctional in so many aspects of our privileged lives. And I am not sure it's really getting any better. So we can think positive all we like. Those positive thoughts don't help us ultimately. Generally, I'm not particularly eager to categorise myself, but recently I'm drawn towards social democracy. If I am anything from a social perspective, I am a humanist socialist, as laid out by Eric Fromm in 1965. According to Fromm, the humanist socialist ideal is the belief in the unity of the human race and humanity's potential to perfect itself by its own efforts. Strict capitalist ideals, which play out in the corporate legal imperative to deliver shareholder value, flies in the face of that principle and it is that with which I find myself at odds these days. And to the point of today's thought the weight of it all can leave us demoralized and somewhat helpless but we have to do something otherwise they walk all over us. Who walks all over us? The people we put in charge of things. They are the ones we afford responsibility to oversee and administer our affairs and when they don't follow through we must hold them accountable even if they'd rather not listen to us. After all, they have their own agenda and don't need the distraction. Most of them don't follow a social imperative. They follow an elitist capitalist one. Ordinary people get in the way of that. I'm not talking about rioting and wanting destruction on the streets, although sometimes that's necessary. What I'm talking about is a political and social activism. So that's something I'm examining now. To be passive to merely shake my head from the comfort comfort of my couch while browsing Twitter will no longer suffice. I should finish by adding, we tend to give pigs a bit of a raw deal, don't we? Take away our painted-up exterior and maybe they are more civilised than we believe ourselves to be. Thanks for listening to today's issue of The Nomic. Uh, It's out every Wednesday and you can listen on Substack or indeed read on Substack uh or you can listen on your favorite podcast app, whatever happens to be. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it's it's all those platforms you'll find the show. Sunday Letters. Uh read the article at Sundayletters.larrygmaguire dot And uh if you like what I'm doing, recording, writing, and you'd like to support it, uh please consider becoming a paid subscriber costs about five or a month, 50 a year. But until the end of April, you can get it for four quid a month. It's 40 a year. That's a bargain. If you ask me, uh, so that's it. That's all I've got for you today. I'll see you next Sunday. Take care until then. All the best.